You are listening to the Process for Profit podcast. We are here to help you, the creative small business owner, put more efficient operations into your business to increase your profit and impact. We're going to give you the systems to create a solid foundation in your business to allow you to build your empire. Hey there, I'm Brittany Dixon, systems queen and process for profit strategist. You're going to hear about solutions and strategies that allow you to make a bigger impact doing what you love instead of wasting hours doing what you don't. Come on in and let us organize your overwhelm so you can get back to your zone of genius. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Process for Profit podcast. So I am super excited. Today, we are going to be diving in and giving you some tips on human design and productivity. And helping us today is Nicole Garitano. Nicole, thanks so much for joining us today. Yes. Thank you, Brittany. I am super excited to be here. I love sharing this information. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So we are actually in a mastermind together, the CEO squad. We actually have just met in person. It was so fun. We went to Disney together. Um, We had a whole work day together while everybody did their thing and it was just great. So um, I really love what she's doing in the business space. And obviously you can read all about her in the bio and the show notes and all of that good stuff. But Nicole, why don't you dive in and give us a little bit about yourself and your journey? Yeah. So um, actually... I have had many roles. Um, my background is in healthcare and academia. I have all the degrees. I've helped all the people. Um, and yet there was always something still missing. Yeah. And what I discovered when I started coaching, just as a side thing, was that I really loved helping people transform. And I loved watching their transformation and then seeing them go on to accomplish all the things they wanted to accomplish. And so um, I have recently transitioned and I'm following my dream of um, working my business full time. And one of the tools that I use is human design. And it's something that it's more people are talking about it, but it's been an amazing tool to see people transform, just knowing more about themselves personally. Yeah, for sure. So for those of us who don't know maybe what human design is or we've heard it but never really dived into it, do you want to give us kind of just a little background and overview of what it is so that we can kind of take the conversation from yeah. there? Yeah. Yes, definitely. So human design, first off, I always like to tell people it is not a religion. <laughs> it is not a belief system. It is truly a tool because a lot of yeah. people when they start talking to me, they're like, well, this seems like very woo. And I don't know. I don't know if I trust myself to use it. And am I dabbling in something I shouldn't be dabbling in? And I'm here, I'm here to say it's actually a pseudoscience. And um, it was developed as a combination of five different modalities. So um, it's rooted in the Chinese I Ching, which is a really ancient um, type of tool that was used in that, in that culture. Um, There's astrology that's involved in it. Uh, Pieces of it are derived from the Kabbalah and then our chakra system is a part of it, which many people are aware of with those energy systems. And then there's a level of quantum physics involved. And so it is really a unique tool. I always say people that love personality tests and we all do, yep. like, <laughs> right? We love to go on there like, who am I? What am I? We're all searching right on some level to know who we truly are. Yep. If you like personality tests, human design will just like blow all those tests out of the water. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I think we're seeing it more and more, especially in the online space, the yeah. woo and the things and all the personality tests and really just figuring out who you are so that you can be a better business owner. You can serve your people more. So I absolutely love having all the tools in our toolbox, right? (laughs) Yes, definitely. 
So if somebody wanted to figure out what their human design was, is there some kind of like quiz or something they can do to figure that out and kind of get started with this? Yeah. So there's lots of free online resources to run what we call um, your body graph. I always recommend people go to mybodygraph.com and there's a section right at the top. You can click free body graph and it'll prompt you through the things you'll need to run it are um, your date of birth, your time of birth and the time of birth is important. So go, go find it (laughs) if you don't have it. And then of course your uh, place of birth. So the city and state country will be important to run it. Um, And actually like for our discussion today, I would recommend, um, you know, if you're listening, pause right now and and go run your, yes, go do it. It's pretty fast, right? You just have to have those three pieces of information. Yes. And then you'll have your body graph right in front of you and the rest of our conversation will make total sense. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. So go pause, go to mybodygraph.com and fill out all the things, date of birth, time of birth, place of birth, figure out what it is. And then the rest of this will make sense and come right back. So awesome. All right. So now people have done that where they've paused and they're going to do it later and come back to us. (laughs) Uh, So what is the importance of the five different human designs? Because now they're going to be like, I'm a what? What does this mean? (laughs) Yes, exactly. So for our discussion today, the most important thing is just to know your type. And so there's five types in human design. We have manifestors that make up about 9% of the population, um, generators that make up about 35%, manifesting generators that make up another 35%, projectors that make up 20%, and then reflectors that make up just 1%. So it's the rarest type. Um, But knowing this, just knowing your type, we can walk through different ways you can show up in your business, different ways you can be more productive um, in your business. Yes. I love that. Um, and we're going to chat more because I just recently found out I was a projector. <laughs> so yes. And so am I. Excited. Yeah. Super excited <laughs> to dive into that and see what that means yeah. because I hadn't really done a ton with human design either. Obviously I'd kind of heard of it and then I found you and you're all bubbly and awesome. So I'm like, well, now I need to learn more. <laughs> um, so oh, thank once we thank you. <laughs> once we've figured out our type and figure out which one we are, how do you start to kind of leverage the things within that human design type to start to enhance your productivity and how you're using it within your business and with your team and your clients and all of that good stuff? Yes, yes. So um, I'll just kind of go through each one since we could have a variety, awesome. you know, listening in. So I'll start with manifestors. And if you're totally new to human design, it is important that you understand as a manifester, you are really here to like initiate and inform um, other people. So you're like, you have the big ideas, you know, you're ready to just go out and start like a million different things um, (laughs) (laughs) at once as a manifester. And um, the thing to keep in mind though, is that the follow through isn't always going to be there and that's okay. You're not here to do the follow through or do the actual building of the thing. You're here to put the energy behind it, to be influential, you know, to be successful. You're actually supposed to be impulsive. We need that or we wouldn't move anything um, forward, you know, where where you could fall into some um, obstacles is when you get like angry with your team or you become like really self-absorbed with your own ideas. You could come off as impatient um, or not being a team player. And so when, it, when we really look at productivity in our businesses, 
you are someone that your brain is highly productive as a manifester. So you need to be capturing all your ideas. You need to be writing them down. You need to figure out which ones are the ones you want to go after, but it's going to be really key that you have a strong team behind you, or at least a partner um, that can then make those things happen, make your dreams happen, make your ideas come to fruition. Otherwise you're just going to feel like you're on this hamster wheel of ideas and nothing ever, ever gets created. You yeah, know, and that's gonna like, lead you. <laughs> I feel like I work with path. a lot of manifestors then now that I'm like think you're saying all of these things because they are the visionary and they're the one that's like, Oh my gosh, I have this really amazing idea. And I'm like, that's great, but there's like forty seven thousand tasks associated with that. <laughs> yeah. So let's put that exactly. on the back burner because that doesn't fit in with the timeline. So I do feel like mm-hmm. um and you've probably heard this too, like visionaries need implementers with them. So now that makes sense that most visionaries are probably manifestors for sure. Yes, exactly. And um, it is just so important. So, you know, I would say if you're a manifester and you're like a solopreneur, you're, you're on your own and you don't have a team, you know, you need to have something in place. So whether it's one person, you know, whether it's somebody like Brittany and the awesome work that she does, you know, you need to invest in that part of your business to really be successful. Even as you're hiring team members, you know, it's good to feel out. Do they like to build? Do they have that consistent energy to bring your ideas to fruition? Because if you just bring on another manifester, you're both just going to be on your separate (laughs) hamster wheels. And sometimes we're really attracted to people that are just like us because it's really exciting as a manifester. If you get two of them together, they're like, I have this idea. You have this idea. They're so passionate. Uh, but you have to be strategic as well in forming that team. Yeah, so that would be I, my my biggest piece of advice. Yeah, for sure. And I think <laughs> even if you're a solopreneur and you're like, oh gosh, I'm a manifester, you're talking my language here. <laughs> you yes. can also find like accountability partners and things. It doesn't have to be something that you're necessarily investing in or investing in, mm-hmm. in for a team, um, but at least finding somebody that can kind of like ground you and be like, hey, that's a really great idea, but this was your goal for the year and that doesn't meet that goal. So let's like circle back. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. And that made me think also of just any group that you're a part of, you know, I know there's a lot of Facebook groups out there and things, you know, places where we engage. And so manifestors could really gain a lot of support um, in those areas too. So I love that idea. Absolutely. Okay. Number two, manifesting generator. That one sounds interesting. Yes. So a manifesting generator is really a combination of the manifester and the generator. And so what this means is that they are here to inform, initiate, and respond to things. So you just need to know that about your energy. So you will have all the initiation of a manifester, but you will actually be able to see things through to fruition. You want to multitask though. So you will have multiple (laughs) projects going on. And sometimes that leads to you like not being able to focus your attention in the one area that you need to be focused on. So in terms of productivity, like really prioritizing, like having that list or as you said, having somebody to hold you accountable to what you're prioritizing on a daily basis would be super important. You know, same thing though. Sometimes you can get impatient with the other people on your team because things just aren't happening as quickly um, as you want them to. And so you want to try and stay out of that energy because you truly do need your team surrounding you so that you can focus where you need to. Like you could have, you know, if I think about three projects, you may have like your top focus, but it doesn't mean your team can't be working on the other two. So that there's a constant momentum. There's constantly things being accomplished that you can check off your list because that's 
going to make you feel really successful and like you're, you've accomplished what you set out um, to do, which is really important for manifesting generators. So in terms of productivity for manifesting generators, you know, I would say like using Trello, using Asana, like having those boards where you can visually see the tasks at hand and then knowing what is yours to do versus what can you delegate? So delegation is going to be really important for a manifesting generator because you want to be working on yep. so many things at once. Obviously, like keeping your calendar up to date will really help you productivity wise. And sometimes since you like to multitask, you may need to delegate that as well so that someone else is handling those pieces for you. Another thing to consider as a manifesting generator is in business, you may want to dig into all the things. You may feel like, I can do my website. I can keep track of all my projects. You're going to have this great feeling because you love to multitask that you yeah. really can do it all. And in reality, you might be able to do pieces of each thing really well, but there's no way you're going to be able to keep your energy sustainable to do all the things and actually still build the products, the services that you want to build. So I would say focus your energy on your actual creations, your your signature imprint, you know, that you want to have yeah. on the on the collective whole and leave some of the business strategy to your team or the people that you're delegating to. Um, at the end of the day. Yeah. I think I work with a lot of these people as well. <laughs> um, they're trying to fill like 17 buckets. Like you just said, they're like, oh, I'm going to do my website and I'm also going to create a course and I'm also going to create this membership and I'm going to create and like the list goes on and on and on. <laughs> they're like, I also yes. have quiet work and a podcast and kids and a family and like, <laughs> and you're filling all the buckets kind of, but none of them ever like fully finished. So then you feel like you're not moving forward on anything, but you had really great ideas for everything. <laughs> so um, yes. definitely making sure that you have somebody to hold you accountable. Like, okay, cool. These are all great, but we can only do two at a time or let's do these three this quarter or whatever that looks like. But you do have to be really strategic with that in order to actually move any of them forward. That was actually yes. the biggest shift for me when I stopped doing all the things I made mm -hmm. it to six figures. Huh, would you look at that? Oh. Focus, focus, focus okay. helps you get there. <laughs> Listen and learn, everyone. Listen and learn. Yes, for sure. <laughs> awesome. Okay. All right. We're moving on to generators. Yeah. So when we think about generators, a lot of what I just described in the manifesting generator uh, will be present for generators. But the thing, the way I like to look at it is some of that frenetic energy of a manifesting generator, like needing to do all the things that is not present in a generator. A generator is really here to respond to opportunities first off. And then generators are very good at focusing more on one thing at a time. They can compartmentalize um, very well. So even if they have multiple projects, they're going to be more a master of their calendar and their time um, than a manifesting generator. So that is something that they have on their side. And they just have like a constant energetic like source within them. They are the people that can do, 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 go, go, go. And they are always like accomplishing things. They're the people we look at like, wow, how do they do all that in a day? And then look, they're like so successful in all the things that they do. So it's not to say they can't have their hat in multiple arenas or areas, but they're very strategic in their mindset around which arena they're focused on. You know what I mean? From, from day to day. And so we need them. Like without the generators, we wouldn't have our buildings. You know, we wouldn't have all our structures in place yeah. that society runs off of. So we truly do need our generators um, out in the world. So in terms of being productive, I would say for generators, they will probably master certain productivity things in their business. So they may be really good at their calendar and they may like to have control over it. And so that's okay. 
but they can't have control over everything. So since they're really good, like we said, in all these different arenas, a generator really needs to go inward and say, okay, what am I really good at that I don't want to release control of? You know, in terms of my productivity, they should work in those areas where they can be productive, but then they also need to know how to delegate, as we were saying before. And it may be more of like a game that a generator plays where they may try out yeah. <laughs> the different areas of productivity and where they feel they could really master it. And what they'll find over time is there's ones that just come second nature to them and they enjoy doing them. And then there's other areas of productivity in their business where they need to hand it off. So, you know, I think naturally as a business grows, one of the first ones is like email, handing your email yeah. off to somebody else to clean it out, to organize it so that when you go in as a generator, just the important things are there for you to see. You know, if calendar isn't really your thing, having someone manage your calendar so that you just go in and you're like, oh, these are the people I meet with today. This is the time where I work on this project. That's really essential. And generators do like they need the team around them to organize number one, but also like they like to brainstorm. So even having those team members, if you think about moving something forward and that realm of productivity, they do need those other teammates around them to like pique their interest. You know what I mean? To make their brain think in a different way, because sometimes they generators can get like, like laser focused yeah. and they're just like, I'm going in this direction and this is my vision and nothing's stopping me. Uh, but there could be like a whole array of ideas they're missing out on that would only enhance what they're trying to create. Yeah. I love that. And what I'm hearing so far, even with any of these, right, is that you can't do it by yourself. You have to no. have the others, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> which yes. I think is a super, super important lesson in just business and life in general, right? Is that we all think we can do it on our own and we really can't, especially when you're looking at the energetic piece of it and productivity in a business and things like that. So just keep that yes. in mind as you're listening through each of these and all the different traits. Are you ready to scale your business? Are you ready for focus, clarity, and systems to save you time and give you the freedom you crave? Are you ready to work on your business and not in your business? Imagine this, waking up with your day already planned, checking things off your task list that are moving the needle forward and closing the laptop by 5 p.m. all while hitting your income goals. It's all possible. I scaled my business to six figures in less than 14 months with the right strategy, systems, and support. Hustle to Flow is my exact road to scalability framework that will get you all of that and more. Try it out today for $7 for seven days to see if it's a good fit for you because we are on a mission to support entrepreneurs who are on a mission to change the world. All right. I'm excited for this one because this is my yes. projector. This is yours. Um, yes. <laughs> give us some things about the projector. Yes. Yeah, so first, I'll just have to point out projectors. And since Brittany and I are both projectors, this is going to be like the one that's near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. Obviously. But <laughs> again, this is only 20% of the population. And so the big thing for ever, the majority of people listening may not be projectors. So you yeah. kind of need to understand how projectors operate. Uh, we are really here. We are waiting for invitations. So we can do all the work. We can have all the ideas, but until other people really invite us in and want what we have to offer, we will hit some resistance. So if you are a projector listening in, you may have felt this. You may have felt discouraged in your business. You may have felt like, gosh, I have all this, I might have all this impact I need to make. And there's nobody like in my circle that wants it. <laughs> and so the best piece of advice for projectors is like, keep doing the things you love every day. 
you know, so if it's offering something for free, if it's creating a masterclass, keep doing the things that you really enjoy because you do energetically, then spread that out to the world and the invitations will start to come to you. People will see you, you know, in that energy and they'll be like, Ooh, I'm interested. Because the other thing about projectors is we can be a bit mysterious in what we do (laughs) because we're waiting for that invitation. So people start to watch and they're like, Hmm, I need to know what's she up to. That looks really interesting. And I know I've experienced that and I'm sure Brittany has experienced that as well. But the gift of the projector is we are the wise guides. We are here to really see the big picture and lead others. And we have the ideas that nobody else has thought of because they are like really high level ideas. So we are actually not here to like do the work, like do the little tasks at hand. That's the generators and manifesting generators are here to build, but we are really good at having teams that do the building right for us. We're good at delegating. And if you're a projector and you're not delegating some of your productivity, some of the inside pieces of your business, you're going to be extremely tired and extremely um, frustrated. So um, I would say for projectors, they need to be delegating probably more than anyone else because you need to free up that space to really lead from that higher perspective and really have the big vision for all the other types you know, that we work with and that we engage with. So we're really good at managing others. We're super intuitive. Uh, we'll have like that magnetic, um, attractive connection to other people. And we're really good at going in and telling the other types how to focus their energy to accomplish their goals. So if they feel like they're spinning out of control, like a projector is the one that needs to come in and set up the structures and processes for the other types so that they can really like run their machine efficiently. The weaknesses sometimes for projectors is that because we're really efficient and we can just come in and fix a problem rather quickly, other types might see us as lazy. Um, and we're, but we are prone to burning out. So projectors are really supposed to only work about two to three hours a day. So if you're a projector out there, you're probably like, Oh, thank you for giving me that permission. Yeah. The other types, the other types are like, what? Only two to three hours. I couldn't get anything. I'd just be scratching the surface of getting things done. But it's important to know projectors can do really deep, meaningful work in those two to three hours. Yeah. I love that. You hit on so, so, so many things. Like I think for me, I mean, not knowing that I was a projector, right. And knowing all of these things, mm-hmm. but I was the person that was like trying to go, 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 go constantly. And I am good at delegating, but I'm like, oh, I'm still just going to do all the things. It's fine. And I'm basically like working against myself now at this point. (laughs) So then it Mm -hmm. does really quickly. And I'm like, oh, but I delegated stuff, but I'm still doing stuff. Um, So I think it's important to not work against yourself too, because you're going to hit these walls where you're like, oh my gosh. I can't do things. <laughs> like why yes. why are things not working? So you definitely hit on a lot of things. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's me. That's me too. <laughs> so I yes. love it. And, I mean, a projector definitely needs in their business like their right hand person to be yes. a generator or even a manifesting generator, but they need somebody that they can rely on. You know what I mean? That will keep the processes going while while we are creating. <laughs> Yes, because I love I love building the processes and the the structures and all the things and planning the things. But then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, but I don't want to go do all those things. So now yes. like makes so much more sense. I'm like, why don't I want to go do all the things I just planned? But now now it all comes together. So <laughs> yes, and I have felt the same way. Like, and when I go in to do consulting, yeah. I like to go in, show them how to fix it, help them fix it, and then I'm like, 
okay, I'm yes. done. I want to go to the next person. Oh my gosh. That's it. And it all makes <laughs> sense now because I did like project management work. That's like completely against like project, yeah. right? Like going and doing yeah. all the things and keeping up with all the things. And I burnt out on retainers so bad that I was like, I'm firing mm. every retainer client that I have. I'm only doing VIP days and then teaching productivity. And now that mm. I'm in that alignment and listening to this, I'm like, Oh, should have done that a long time ago. <laughs> Yes. But you know, like without even knowing your human design, you naturally found that. Oh, for so, sure. For sure. You know, that's the thing that I love. Like our, we're telling ourselves internally. Right. So all now the it's time just affirming and, and you're telling me all these yes. things. I'm like, Oh, that's why I did that. Okay. <laughs> so. Yes. And, and it's good to point out like projectors are never supposed to be in nine to five jobs. <laughs> that's probably we're why I got fired from that. mine. Huh? Would you look at that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. We're moving on to the fifth oh. one. We're moving into, cause we could, all we right. could talk about projectors all day long. Oh. <laughs> but we could, we could, we need to gather all the projectors reflectors and the here. Yes. 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 So our reflectors. Um, so just reminding everyone, this is only 1% of the population. So it's very rare that you may interact with a or with a reflector, but if you are a reflector and you're listening to this, the big thing that you need to know is that your strategy is to wait 28 days to make decisions or respond to opportunities. So if you are a coach, consultant, solopreneur, anyone in this space, you may find that you run your business slower or people don't understand <laughs> the way that you run your business. It will feel like a very different energy to people and that's okay. You are meant to run it, you know, in this way and you will need all the team members around you because much like the projectors here to be the wise guide, uh, reflectors are really here to literally take everything in in their environment and reflect it back to everyone else that they're working with. So they're the great evaluators within teams. They will watch everything going on and evaluate. You could do this better. We could enhance the, you know, this process yeah. this way, but they have to actually take the time to watch it. So it's not going to be like immediate evaluation. It is collective evaluation over a period of time. And so the big thing for reflectors is they love to be like invited in, in terms of being asked to actually do that work, like to give their feedback. It makes them, it really lights up a reflector when they feel like they're part of a group in that way. And so. A lot of strengths they bring is that they're like really passionate. They're super talkative. They can get along with just about anyone. Um, they're really good at bringing like peace and harmony into teams and structures. They also will usually have like a really unique personality. So it's just like that person, like sometimes we'll call them the unicorn. Um, <laughs> you just like can't put your finger on what makes them so unique, but they have really great insights and they can go really deep with people and processes. So, but sometimes they can come off as being a little sensitive if they don't feel like they're included in the group. They might struggle like to stay grounded. So if you are the business owner and you are a reflector, just know like you are there to have some of the ideas to evaluate what's going on in your business. You probably shouldn't be the run, the one running your day-to-day -day operations <laughs> um, of your business. You will need like the very structured team with the defined roles um, so that you can really live in your human design and your energy and feel successful and like you're making an impact. 
I love that. I love that. And all of them, I feel like there's some intertwine over top of all four or all five of them and pieces and parts. And again, you need everybody to do all the things. And I feel like it hits so many areas of your business too. Like we were just talking about like productivity type of things, but this comes into Mm -hmm. play for like your customers from a sales perspective too, and how they're making decisions from a sales perspective, buying your products and services and things. And then we Mm kind of touched on too, like team management and business management, and it really plays into everything. It really does. Um, And I mean, I've worked with clients where we literally like, we go through all of their human design. We look at it through their marketing lens, you know, how they appear to their clients, how they're attracting their clients. So it can go way beyond, you know, just the processes. And it's really interesting. Once people kind of lean into these natural tendencies they already have, your business can really just start to flow from a place of ease where you actually can show up authentically as yourself every day. And you know what, you know, you know, the things you need to delegate and you know where you need to show up just fully as yourself and your business. So it is an amazing tool. Yeah, um, I love it because obviously we have hustle to flow, right? That's our group coaching program. Yes. So we're all about like stop the hustle and being in the hamster wheel of doing all the things that you shouldn't be doing and mm-hmm. you need to get into flow because you can have a successful business without working 24 hours a day. It's it's possible, but you you have to use this tool along with many others to really know yourself and your business and all of that good stuff. So um, I yes. love that we've added this other tool to our toolbox. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah. And I would just also add, like, it really gives people permission yes. to show up <laughs> the way they want to show up. You know, we're, we're told so many times, like, do it this way. This is how we structure things. This is how it has to be. And yes, for certain things, there is right. a certain structure. But the way we show up in our business can be just as unique as we are. I love it. I love it. So I was going to ask your favorite productivity hack, but I feel like it's just to figure out where your human design is and go deeper, right? Yes. <laughs> like, yes, yes. That really is. It's what I do yeah, all day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, obviously there's much more to this. All of the different types have all the things that you could keep going deeper and deeper. Um, like you said, you can look at it from a marketing lens or sales perspective, like all those different pieces. So um, if somebody wants to learn more about what you do or what their type is, is where can they find you? What kind of resources do you have? Give us all the things. Yes. So you can find me on my website is nicolegaritano.com. You can find me on Facebook, just search Nicole Garitano. It'll come up, I think is Nicole Garitano coach. And then on Instagram, I'm at nicole.garitano.coach. And those are all the ways to follow me. Um, You can go through my website and email me. Um, as well, if you just have specific questions, I, part of my human design is I love connecting, um, with other people. So I don't mind to get those emails just to talk to people at all. Awesome. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And Nicole's actually coming into our hustle to flow group coaching program for some guest speaking and things. So, um, she's teaching all of the, the human design stuff. So for sure, go check her out, go follow and do all the things because like I said, I didn't know about human design, but then as soon as she told me all the things, I was like, Oh, that really makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I know it's like light bulbs, light bulb moment. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on and um, everybody will drop all the links and everything in the show notes. So you guys can go check everything out. Um, But yeah, we will see you guys next time. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Brittany. Of course.